Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Tuesday, December 22nd. S&P futures are trading flat. NASDAQ futures are outperforming. They're up 44 points. That's about 35 basis points. The major European indices are rebounding. They're up about 80 to 90 basis points. You have some mild outperformance in autos, tech, and banks. Nothing is dramatically underperforming. Keep in mind, the U.S. equity markets rallied in the afternoon on Monday after Europe closed. So in a lot of ways, Europe is just catching up to what the U.S. did yesterday afternoon. Asia generally finished in the red across the board. So really no major news to talk about this morning. And you know we are now entering into a period where the calendar becomes extremely sparse as far as major events are concerned. And you start to see liquidity and attendance um, you know, dwindle down around the holidays. So the next week, week and a half, uh, you know, in, end of this week and then into next week, there's really not a whole lot that is on the calendar. And I suspect things will stay very quiet. So you had Congress last night pass the stimulus bill. This was widely expected. The market really started to price this in when you saw liability protection and state and local aid get stripped out of the entire process. Those were the two big controversial topics. So those were stripped out and once that took place, the market really started to assume that you'd get a deal. The $900 billion price tag is certainly a little bit higher than I think the $750 billion that um, you know, two weeks ago looked like it, w- it, would, it would pass. But again, this, was, this has been largely assumed to get through now for at least several days. So not really um, major incremental news. And I think the stimulus conversation is evolving to where the big debate now is to whether or not this is... Um, a down payment, which is what Democrats are calling it, or kind of the last major fiscal response to the COVID pandemic, um, you know, as Republicans are characterizing it. And I think that's obviously going to be the big debate once Biden takes office. Um, you know, there's a lot of articles talking about some of the background negotiations around how this all came to pass. Um, and that really is now where Washington is heading um, as, as you see power switch hands on January 20th. Uh, some of the, you know, some of the UK mutant COVID strains from yesterday morning are fading a little bit. You had a lot of the vaccine companies, including um, Pfizer, come out this morning and just reiterate that they think that this new strain in the UK will be no more resistant to the vaccine. So the vaccines will still be effective against it. Um, And then you are also reading multiple reports about how EU officials and UK officials are working on some type of a compromise around um, more stringent testing to reopen borders, especially to freight. So you actually could see an announcement later today. Um, with France and the UK in particular, it's obviously a crucial border for freight where they could reopen that and allow goods to start to move across the border once again. So obviously that's been, uh, that was one of the major concerns yesterday, just as far as the impact that will have on economic growth. So keep an eye out for that announcement later today. Uh, no major economic data to really talk about this morning. Nothing major on the central bank front either. Um, you know, the Brexit saga continues there was, um, you know, a flash of hope yesterday where the UK apparently made a new proposal around fishing rights to Brussels. Brussels apparently just rejected that new proposal. So we'll have to see where all that stands. Um, you know, we're, we're coming up on that on that December 31st deadline. There are some reports about if you could move that deadline back, the UK came out and denied that that is being contemplated. Again, this is very much a minor topic as far as US equities are concerned. Um, but it certainly is in the background. This is probably the last, you know, to the extent there are any events left on the on the calendar for 2020. It's really just kind of watching to see how all this Brexit, um, you know, how Brexit unfolds over uh, the coming week and a half. Uh, no major micro news to really talk about today. Um, you know, a couple interesting items, probably the most important of which is just this report that Apple could start producing an electronic car in 2024. 
that's obviously been in the background for years as far as a um an initiative that the company is working on um you know we'll have to see if if that's accurate or not but there you know that hit on Reuters yesterday during trading for the Tuesday calendar again other than a couple of economic data points and some earnings um including CarMax out in the morning nothing else to really note um nothing after the close that is scheduled and really that goes for the rest of the week um, and then into next week, I've been writing a lot about kind of over the coming weeks into early 2021, how things can play out. I, you know, I think you have kind of four major macro events. You have the Georgia runoff races on the fifth. You have the preliminary phase three data from Johnson Johnson's vaccine candidate due out in early January. Um, you have the Biden inauguration. And then I think, you know, the preliminary or initial commentary that Biden makes to markets as far as his priorities for 2021 um, which I suspect will lean heavily towards bolstering the economy, infrastructure spending, more fiscal stimulus, and less on increasing taxes. So I think those three catalysts will be positive for the market. Um, and then I think now as we get into earnings season, the Q4 season starts off Friday, January 15th. Um, you know, I think you, I think this season will be more of a headwind than the last two, just because the last two have produced massive upsides to street expectations, which were very depressed. You had a message of positive linearity as the economy reopened and companies saw a, a dramatic rebound in their operations from the shutdown of the spring and summer. Um, I think that is going to kind of shift as we get into Q4 now. And I think you are going to hear some companies speak about negative linearity where um, business trends deteriorate a little bit in November and December just because of COVID and the lockdowns. Um, again, I think the current consensus forecast for 2021 and 2022, that 170 and 195 numbers, I think those are appropriate. I just think that um, you know more of the qualitative tone around this upcoming earnings season is certainly, I think, going to be different from the last two, which were obviously huge tailwinds for the market. Um, so those are kind of the three major, the four major macro catalysts. I think um, really going into January that will drive sentiment and the market. Um, I write more about that in the piece this morning, and I have a lot more extensive calendars really just going out, you know, into uh, all of Q1 for next year. So that is essentially everything for today. Uh, thank you for listening.